welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we are meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. Welcome back. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I am today thinking about the concept or the idea of past lives. Now, anytime you go into any sort of spiritual seeking or anything kind of sort of... uh, I don't want to say supernatural, but I guess that's kind of what it is. It's really, really hard to avoid the concept of past lives. Now, on its face, you look at the idea of living multiple lives, and some people say, well, that's just our psychological way of dealing with the absolute finality of life. We live this one life. We are, you know, consciousness individuated for a moment, and then we, we just fade away, right? But there are other people who see it as, well, no, if your individuated consciousness and energy can't be created or destroyed because we are energy, then we must go somewhere, right? And so maybe the idea behind life is that we live over and over and over again to understand certain things about being people or how to interact with each other or how to grow self-esteem or how to be better people or learn certain lessons. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, is that I do believe that we are souls. I do believe that we have lived before. And I have a reason for this, of course, but there's, there's actually a lot of evidence. I, I read a story, and I believe it was Fox News. Whatever your views are on Fox News, let's just leave that out for, for just a minute, because this was just a news article. It was a human interest piece about a young boy who was, I think, maybe four or five, maybe six years old at most. And he had been having nightmares about World War II, which was strange because this, this I think I read this about 10 years ago, something like that. And he had been having these crazy nightmares about the old school fighter, fighter jets from World War II. And the nightmare was that he had crashed into the ocean and died. And he, he would be drawing, he would draw all these crazy photos, not photos, but pictures of like this train wreck in the middle of the ocean. And his parents were kind of concerned. And so he had been saying all this, all this stuff about a specific squadron in World War II in the Air Force. And so they decided, you know what, let's just look it up. And it turns out they found an actual photograph of the squadron that this boy was talking about. And he was able to name every single person in the photo without looking at anything. And his best friend was in the photo. And he was referring to him by by this uh, name that only his family knew and his best friend knew. And they actually found out that he had the, the person from the photo. He had long died, but his, his sister was still alive. And so they, they tracked her down. And when the boy met the sister, he knew her name too. And he referred to his best friend, I'm using air quotes, as the name that only the family members knew. And she was completely floored. And so it turns out that they believe that he is the reincarnated soul of the pilot that went down in the ocean and, and, and perished in, in World War II. 
Now, the sister knew about how everything ended and so on and so forth. And so the family decided to have like a funeral in the ocean for their son's past life, essentially. And once they did the ceremony, the boy forgot about everything and just sort of moved on with his life. And that was the end of that story. Now, that's a fascinating account because by all measures, there's no reason why this young boy would have any knowledge of this Air Force pilot's life in in World War II. There's no reason why he would. It's not like he's looking up books on World War II. He was just having nightmares and he knew this information. So, So do past lives exist? I mean, this would definitely indicate that at least the possibility is alive. I mean... Carl Jung believes in the collective unconscious, right? Which is basically, as as a human race, we're able to sort of communicate certain concepts, beliefs, ideas through our collective unconscious. Could that be an explanation where, you know, we can sort of just pick up on certain things? Sure, of course, anything's possible. Personally, I believe that we are souls walking around in bodies. And I believe that as souls, we are meant to evolve and we are meant to learn things. And that everything that we encounter in whatever incarnation that we're in is literally meant for our evolution, whether it's good stuff that we, and I'm using air quotes again, because everything just is, there's nothing good or bad inherently in any situation. It's really what we assign it to be, whether good or bad, right? But I I really, I really believe that everything that comes to us is, is meant for us to learn and evolve and grow. And so I wanted to come on today and really share my personal experience with past lives. So it was a really profound experience for me because I, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go and talk about this real quick. So in May of 2015, I read a book called Journey of Souls by Dr. Michael Newton. Now Journey of Souls is a book about our life between lives. Now Michael Newton is a, or was a psychiatrist, with a background in hypnotherapy, and he would use regression therapy to help treat his patients. Now, he never believed in anything spiritual or anything extrasensory or anything like that. He was a, he was a cold, hard science, factual person, and he was doing you know regression therapy for his clients. And one day, he accidentally regressed someone into a past life, and much like the young boy in the example that I gave they were able to verify the details from the life that his patient went into. And so that kind of blew his mind and he sort of set it aside. And next thing you know, he was doing past life regression therapy to help people get through certain things in their current lives. So in the first session, he found out that the person had, they were dealing with like leg pain. And it turns out that in a past life, they had done something that caused an accident and he, the the person broke their leg in a past life, but because of something that they did. And once they, once they kind of dealt with that issue, the leg pain in the current life went away. And so he, he saw benefits to using past life regression therapy to help his clients overcome what it was that they were dealing with in their current lives. Now, after a bunch of different regression therapy sessions with his clients, he accidentally pushed someone, not pushed, but regressed someone into the space where they were between the lives. And the stuff that they spoke about was absolutely mind-blowing. And he then decided to try to replicate this with other patients. And basically, Journey of Souls is a collection of stories from hundreds of patients about what happens in between our lives. And all of the stories lined up. So I I read this book and I became fascinated with it. And I I was like, I I have to do a past life regression or life between lives. I really want to know what I'm all about or what I, what I've experienced up to this point that I've, I've locked away inside my, 
my soul, my psyche, whatever you want to call it. And so I, I found a hypnotherapist who is a friend of mine who was doing these things and, and I scheduled an appointment. And when I went in for the first appointment, it was basically just, Hey, let's see, can we get you hypnotized? And hypnotism, it's, it's really a very simple thing. We all go into states of, of natural hypnosis often. If you're ever in the car and you find yourself driving and, and you get to a place, remember I told you several episodes ago, I mentioned that if you're driving and you get to a destination, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa I don't remember getting here. That's when you're completely unconscious, right? That's that's when you're actually in your own self-hypnotic state where you've just you've just checked out and you're 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 going by rote. So we did the first hypnosis session. Turns out I was very easily able to go into hypnosis because I'm an avid meditator. So you're able to put yourself in that sort of trance-like state very easily. And so the next time I came back, I was explained, or it was explained to me that there's basically five levels of past life regression. And in the first level, you sort of see like little flashes, nothing really makes sense, but you get like little, little images, like fragments of images. As you go to a more clear side, it's, you know, the second level is, you know, sort of more full pictures, but again, everything's sort of disjointed and you get, again, flashes, but they're just a little more cohesive. By the third level, you're looking at, um, you know, little scenes, where you sort of get more information and you can see sort of what's going on, but there's no real cohesive story. Then on the fourth level, you're seeing it as if you're watching a movie. So you literally are just seeing everything unfold in front of you. And then in the fifth level, which is the most vivid things can be, you're actually back in the body of the person that you once were. And that's exactly what I experienced. I was able to actually see out of the eyes of the people or things that I once was. And now when I say things, I mean, well, let's say out of the five past lives that I was able to see, only three of them actually happened on planet Earth. And I'm using air quotes because, you know, I didn't even know what to make of this in, in the moment. And now I'm not going to go into specific details about what I saw and what I experienced, because to be perfectly honest with you, the actual lifetimes or whatever we live, it's kind of irrelevant. Like I said, it's really all about what we learn moving forward. And it's about the lessons that we can take from the lives that we live, right? Or from the life that we live. And really, at the end of the day, the thing that I took was that you need to do your best because your best is always good enough. That was one lesson I learned. And guess what? That's something that I've learned in this life already anyhow. Go read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Wonderful, wonderful book. But do your best because your best is always good enough. And the reason why you need to do your best is because if you don't put your all into what it is that you're doing, if you fail, if it doesn't go exactly as you want it to, you will always judge yourself afterwards. But if you've done your best, there is no judging because you've done all you can do. So that was taken from, so basically the, the lives that I saw, I'll just kind of list them off. I'm not going to give super, super details, but in one life I was, I was a doctor who was trying to save my family and my family died from disease. Irony, right? And then in another life, actually two, two lives, I was actually a, a woman. In one of them, I was abused and and was actually beaten to death crazy and again i don't know where any of this information would have come from it was one of those things where i was put into a hypnotic state i was asked to go to a relevant lifetime or whatever and and this is what i saw 
all of the things that I saw were not things that I had seen in movies or read in books or anything like that. It was just literally like, okay, this is, this is happening. This is something that happened to me. I'll also let you know, of course, that any emotions or feelings that I felt in this were real. So when I say that my family in that past life, I lost them to disease, when I had read the letter saying that they had perished, I was overwhelmed with grief. I still remember it to this day, and we're going back over five years at this point. So again, was it real? I don't know. It was real to me in, in the moment of this hypnotic state. Okay. So, but I wanted to kind of share the lessons. So the first one was do your best because it's always good enough. The second lesson that I learned was that we all have more strength inside of us than we realize. We all have the courage, the power, the strength to stand up for our convictions and do what we need to do. Nobody can hold you back, but you. Most often the things that we fear the most never come to pass. It's just stuff in our head that we're, 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 basically bound by because we're afraid of what people are going to think or we're afraid that we can't do it when really you can. You can do it. You're stronger than you know. The third lesson was to play to your strengths. And I've talked about this on the show before where it's every single person that you know, including you, has something that you're amazing at or that they're amazing at. And it's 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 your own strength. Always play to your strengths. Nobody is perfect at everything. We all have something that we excel at. Cultivate that. Work with that. Because we're all special in some capacity. And yet we're all the same. How cool is that? So the next lesson was basically that it's about kindness above all else. You don't have to like everybody. You don't have to be friends with everybody. You don't have to do anything. But you can be kind. You can show kindness. It doesn't mean you invite someone over for dinner, it means you can smile at someone and say hello. It means that you can forgive somebody if they if they ask for forgiveness. The whole point is kindness above all else. And the last thing was about patience. Sorry, there were two more. One was about patience, and it's about being patient. Showing patience with others and really, really taking the time to allow people to get there wherever there may be, right? So oftentimes we get into fights with people and and it takes someone a little bit longer to come around and apologize or it takes someone a little bit longer to understand what's happening. Showing a little bit of patience can go a long way. The last thing is is empathy, okay? So we've got kindness and empathy. Those are two huge themes from this this past life regression that I went through. Having a little bit of empathy, try to understand what other people are going through. It's not always going to be possible or easy, but try. Because as soon as you can sort of get an idea of what someone else is dealing with, they instantly become more human. They instantly become more likable and it instantly becomes easier to show kindness, which is the most important thing. So that was my past life experience. Obviously, I didn't go into super, super details about what I saw, because to be honest, I, I think it's kind of personal. And 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 to be to be to, to be really honest, I have no idea whether it's true or not. To me, it felt real. But the most important part was the lessons moving forward. It was about going and trying to be the best person we can possibly be, or the best I can possibly be. And that's what I want to share. We can always do a little bit better. And again, for me, as you know, meditation is is the thing that I help 
to cultivate my awareness, to cultivate my, my peace. But I, I do other things as well. I exercise daily. I eat right. I try to sleep as much as I possibly can on time, meaning I try to get enough sleep. It's hard, right? But again, self-care, take care of your body. So body, mind, and spirit. Take care of body, mind, and spirit and just do your best. Try to be kind to everyone you meet because remember, everyone's fighting a battle that you have no idea about. And they may put on a brave face and they may show a smile or they may be a total bully, but you don't know what's going on on the inside. So just be kind. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.